Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Guys, how are we hey, doing? Talk to you again. How, how's things going down there in Statesboro, buddy? Oh, uh, it's doing great. Doing great. Just started the summer workout program and uh, eight-week cycle and in week one right now on a Friday. So, boys are downstairs lifting as we speak. I hear that, Coach. Well, tell me about this, man. We talked last year, your first year down in Statesboro, man. So, what's the big difference for you from year one to year two now? It better set your culture and foundation, Coach Elton. Yeah, definitely. You know, Probably the biggest thing that happened for us, uh, and I credit Jared Vinco uh, between year and one and two, is having the opportunity to get in and last November and truly see kind of what we needed going into year one to evaluate staff, to evaluate personnel. Um, you know, as we moved and shifted from uh, more an option run game offense to a passing offense, a more balanced offense, to have that opportunity to do the roster management and put us in a position um, to really have success in year one uh, was important. Um, and I look at it, not only you bring in the, the right people, but you're putting in culture, you're putting in systems uh, and having that advanced time was really important. You know, it, it allowed us to go to Nebraska and have a big power five win, allowed us to have a top 25 win versus James Madison here at Paulson, and then to have a chance to beat our rivals in App State. Um, I credit a lot of that uh, to Jared, uh, giving us the time to be able to bring in the personnel that we needed uh, that fit the systems. Now, all of a sudden, you've had that success. You were a postseason, postseason team in year one. Uh, now, you know, uh, the expectations of Georgia Center are always championships, and to be able to put yourself into position to compete for championships. I look outside my window each and every day, and there's six national championships on the stadium. So you know the expectations is a tradition of excellence that's there. And that's why we're working, you know, so hard. Uh, our team is right in the middle of summer workouts and uh, preparing uh, with a, some newcomers that um, can really help us this year. Coach Helton, let's be honest, man. You all played some tight games last year. It could have been mm -hmm. even better for you guys than the record you had. So how much mm -hmm. emphasis has been in the spring and summer here about closing out the games the right way, making the right plays so we don't get in those close games where we come just a tad bit short. We'll, now we'll win those games going forward and improve yeah. even more. Yeah, you, you know, it, I was on another interview just a little bit ago when we were talking about this. It's so as you're as you're building each and every year, you know, I, I remember first getting here and here's a three win football team that had talent. I mean, to have Caleb Caleb Hoods on the team, Derwin Burgess, you know, Jalen White, uh, that, that type of talent and leadership. Um, the one thing that that was the team needed to grow in was confidence. Uh, and, you know, coming off three wins, I was like, gosh, Doug, I could see the talent. I could see what they could become having done it 28 years, but they needed to see it in themselves. And I, I think as we really grew as a team, having some moments of success early, you know, with Nebraska, 
uh, having some moments of success early, being in a top 25 James Madison. Uh, but then you have a really tough game that you lost down the stretch in South Alabama versus a really good football team, a team that was a 10-win football team. You know, and you're up 31-17 in the fourth, and you don't close that out. Well, that's something you can learn from. It's a failure, but you, you can learn from it, too. Um, learning from successes and failures are so important. And I thought it really helped us as we got late into that season and everything postseason plays on the line versus App State, you know, to learn how to finish games and have the confidence to finish those close games, I think was really important for a young team, especially these guys that are coming back with us uh, in year two. Coach Held, you said something so important, learning to win. I don't think fans realize how hard it is for a young team. Is You have to learn to win and close people out. Learn not to make the dumb penalties or be, know your assignment. Know if it's coming to the three, what we're doing. Not to make that keep say they cost us to get those, those little things that we don't see, that we see on take you and I. The fans don't quite see it. That makes between winning and losing on Saturdays. Well, there's a, there's talent, there's schemes, and then there's learning how to deal with adversity. Uh, yes, and there's sir. a lot of adversity in games. There's highs and lows. And to be able to keep your po poise and your focus, no matter what the situation is, is a learned trait. You know, And young people, 18 to 21, it's an important time in their career, uh, in their football careers, how to learn You know, through that adversity. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react from it afterwards. You know, you and I have seen it. The best players we've ever been around are those guys that can get to the next play. The best the best golfers, the best pitchers, the best quarterbacks, the best players know how to, whether it was a success or a failure on, on the previous play, know how to get to the next play. But that's a learned trait. It's something that as a young person, you continue to grow in. You step outside that comfort zone. You put yourself in those adverse situations. And then you look up and you go, well, I've been through this before. I'm good. I know how to handle it. Uh, I know to keep my poise, keep my focus and go do my job. No doubt, Coach Hilton. And also, I think this is the time of year fans you realize this is the time where you the guys get stronger, build that camaraderie, and learn mm -hmm. about this as players. So how much are you mixing in film work versus just being out there lifting and running, running around, running around, and doing things of that thing? So how much you mix in that mental part of that game along with the getting stronger part of the game? Yeah, summer is so important for you because you got to remember you're bringing in a lot of newcomers that that it, it, we think that everybody knows the culture. Don't assume that. You have to reteach it. And for the older guys, I go, hey, guys, I don't care if you hear it a thousand times. You're going to hear it a thousand and one. You know, and everybody has to be on the same page. And that's what summer is for, not only to get people adapted to your culture and to understand the expectations and the standards, but there's also something you and I have both played the game. It's something about shared suffering to go yes. through the heat of the summer, to be in those workouts, to be in those conditionings where you're having to lean on each other and support each other and lift each other up. That's what builds that that brotherhood, that camaraderie, that team aspect. And so I, I don't I don't think strength coaches get enough credit in our profession. Um, and I thank God we've got Bobby Steiner here who's with me at USC, has been at Notre Dame, LSU. Just uh, unbelievable how they do such a great job during the summer of building that camaraderie uh, and building that strength of character that is needed uh, for championship teams. Hotel, you start right, man. The strength coach and the trainers are the two key cause of, 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 of a team because they keep us ready to go in shape and keep my body intact. And a lot of times they say you can get some headaches as well. They deal with stuff you got to deal with. So this point gets to you. They did do a lot of uh, a good stop. Yeah, I'm saying it's about the strength and training for you, man. They help out yeah. so, so many ways. 
Oh, those guys are those guys are around the players even more than you are. You know, during mm-hmm. the they're with them each and every day, and they set the standard. Uh, they set this standard of how we perform at a championship level, and so no, they don't get enough credit, and they really don't. No doubt, Coach Heldon. And how's it been for you, man, recruiting Georgia? Um, being down here, man, all the talent you can get. And as you say, you're changing from an offensive to passing game now. Guys want to come down and more, and more can fit freely into your system. So how's it been meeting coaches around this area, man, who love you, who know who you are out USC down now, and see down here building this thing in the states of rural Georgia down here, man? Yeah, I, I tell you what, that's what in, in, intrigued me so much about the job because I, having grown up in the southeast, born in Gainesville, Florida, I knew how special the recruiting base was. And if you just look at the blueprint that Eric Russell did, you know, taking, taking Georgia kids and, and, and then getting what you need and using the attached states of Florida, South Carolina, Alabama, a little bit in Tennessee, you got everything you need. And there's so much rich talent here um, that, that you, you just can stay right here and build a championship team in Georgia. You know, you look at the quality of high school coaching, you look at at how they are taught and how they are progressed in their high school athletics. Um, they're college ready by the time they get to us. Uh, um, they have the toughness. They have the discipline. Uh, you know, they've been taught, you know, the fundamentals and technique of the game. Um, and so we over our we've had two recruiting cycles. We've had 55 young men from the state of Georgia join join our team. Um, we've signed the most F, uh, the most players in the FBS from the state of Georgia of any FBS team uh, that's out there. So we're following that br- blueprint that Coach Russell had set forth that won championships and sticking to it. Coach, I got two more for you, Coach. They got to run here. Uh, tell me about um your non-conference schedule, man. Just the Cincinnati, mm-hmm. UAB. You got mm-hmm. Wisconsin and Ball State. Talk, talk about that. It's gonna be a tough road for you beginning that A Sun. Mm-hmm. I mean that that that, that Sun Belt play. But tell me, it's a tough road. But your guys will tell challenge to challenge yourselves first against Cincinnati right down there for you guys, man. Yeah, I tell you what, it's so important as we look towards the future and the playoff expansion coming, going probably from four to 12, you know, in the upcoming years. Um, It's going to be so important not only to have a great resume when it comes to winning a conference championship, but what you do outside the conference. Um, I thought it was so important for us in year one to go to Lincoln, Nebraska and get that, uh, get a quality win over a power five football team, uh, you know? And so you're going to have those opportunities each and every year within our conference. I think we're the premier group of five conference that is out there. Um, you, you look at the quality of teams that are within this conference um, and what they are doing. You know, whether it was us in Nebraska, you look at App State last year, Marshall last year, Old Dominion, you know, the quality of wins uh, versus our our Power 5 opponents, that was critical. And so we're going to get to have that opportunity again for some really quality teams this year. You know, when you're talking about a Wisconsin, a a UAB, a Ball State, opening up with the Citadel, you know, that importance of building that resume uh, as we move towards a a larger playoff expansion is going to be critical uh, in building that resume. And last one, Coach, I know we talked about last year, your, your, your food spots now. And this is a, a year later now. What, what, what else what food spots in the States where we should come get there when we come down to visit you guys, man? Where should we go, Coach? Talk to them now. Uh, you, I, you later. I, 
I, I'm going to tell you what, you got so many good restaurants of food here. I've tried to, I've tried to keep the weight off right now because you've got some of the best food, I, whether it's bull and barrel, whether it's Nats, whether it's Dolan's barbecue, you, you're, uh, you are going to have a unbelievable meal when you come to Statesboro, Georgia and the best hospitality there is. And you know, this place on game day. It yes. is the perfect little stadium in all of America. And I don't know if uh, there may be bigger stadiums in the country, but there is just as much passion in this stadium as I've ever seen in my, in my, in my career. Uh, Coach Hilton, I look forward to coming down here to see you guys this year when my schedule allows, man. So I'm still cheering for you, man. I appreciate you and Brian, all you guys down there in Statesboro, man. Always coming on this show, man. So, you know, I'm down for you, Coach. I'm always in your corner, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for all the support and hail Southern. Yes, sir. See you, coach. See you. Take All care. Right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.